Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Nerd Out. This is Lisa. Bridget Pete. <laughs> we are here to nerd out with you in the future. For your next future, you better be ready for this. You can find us online at The Nerd Out. That is Instagram and Twitter. We also have a Facebook page, The Nerd Out, not to be confused with the Portland Eatery of the same name. Yeah. There's <laughs> coattail punks. writers. Come on, man. Total, total punks. Stop being a millionist. And you can email us, if you are not them, at yeah. info at thenerdout.com. And uh, not only is this episode 99, Woo! OMG, Woo! but <laughs> joining us to discuss Game of Thrones, which you, you know we're going to do, right? For the last time. For the last time. Is it going to be for the last time? We'll, it's going to we'll be see. the last time we devote this much time to it. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah probably. Yeah. Anyhow, we're being joined uh, by our near and dear and friend and podcast fan, Amy. Hey! Yay! Um, I was just—I was just telling uh, Ritzy that Amy was the person that I could reliably count on, especially this last season, <laughs> to have educated herself on every last Bizarro World conspiracy theory, like every <laughs> tiny detail, every this, every that. She'd be like, "Oh, well, did you notice whatever?" Oh, she was no. also the person who, the morning after, would be like, "Did you see the water bottle?" Did you see the top? Got it. Did you see the hand? Yeah. So, uh, Amy, welcome to the Nerd Yay. Out. Thanks for having podcast. me. <laughs> it's such an honor to be here. You guys are the best. It, it really you. is an honor. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so we have a limited amount of time with Amy, so let's just roll right into some yeah. Game of Thrones shit, you guys. Let's do it. Um, Amy, Ritchie, Amy, what, what did you think? I want to know. I'm sure everyone else wants to know. What did you think of the finale? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, it's funny you said I was like the, uh, the aficionado of all the theories and, um, and things that could be, and none of them happened. So, um, (laughs) you know, that kind of sums up my feelings about nothing happening. I mean, there were some definite highlights. Um, I think you guys mentioned a lot of them on your podcast on Sunday night. Um, but you know, simple things like the, the dragon's wings behind her, the costumes, the music, everything. Uh, I mean, it was beautifully done. It's just, where was the story? I, I just mm-hmm. felt like the writing wasn't there. There were so many holes. There were, you know, um, so many things left undone that could have been done. And I think Lisa and I talked about this earlier this week. My biggest disappointment was they build us up to know all these amazing things about these humans, such as, you know, uh, Bran and the Ravens and Arya and the faces and everything and nothing was used (laughs) and Mm -hmm. nothing was explained. And it's just, it just leaves you with a big hole, a a lacking feeling. And that's, that's about where I'm at. I've listened to a lot of podcasts this week. I feel like everyone kind of feels the same. Uh, so at least I don't feel alone in my misery. (laughs) (laughs) And it's written, yeah. Ritzy, have you? How have you changed your thoughts since we talked on Thursday night? It is now four days later. Yeah. So um, I feel the same, and 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 like you, Amy. I've been listening to a couple, not a bunch, but a couple of podcasts, and it seems that's the consensus. Like everyone feels like the same thing. The first eight uh, seasons because he had the story it was good da, 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 they did a great job and then this last two seasons or really one season broken down it just 
it's like, what happened? How do we get there? There, it, it didn't make sense. Like you said, like, I don't know, it's a little lackluster, but anyways, I, 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 it seems like everyone feels the same that it's not how it ended, but how we got to the ending. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, and then someone said something like, uh, on Twitter, I made a note when I was like looking at it and I was like, Oh, that's true. They're like, uh, a Lannister, uh, crippled him and then the Lannister crowned him and then like he he employs a Lannister and they're like the yeah. Lannisters <laughs> always pay their debts <laughs> right <laughs> and I was like that's oh a good point. yeah I was like oh that's a good point and then the point you know that everyone is making uh of how <clears throat> pretty much the Starks just kind of run shit you know what I'm saying like one over here one over here da, 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 da. and I was like yeah but overall I still feel the same I'm still upset um but the more I think about the the highlights of the seasons before, I'm like, there was some good fucking shit. So I can't deny that. I can't take away from that. So Right. I think there were, I mean, even little details that could have just made it that much cooler for a fan. I know Lisa and I were talking about, for example, the sword or dagger or whatever stabbed Danny. I mean, someone I heard say it was Lightbringer, and that's really cool because... Lightbringer, you know, um, ended darkness. It was meant to end darkness and mm-hmm. technically it did. But then mm-hmm. it, on my rewatch, I'm like, how the hell did he get Lightbringer like I up, know. up on his side and then stab it? Yeah, I know. That's yes, too. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. no way. And yeah. I mean, but that could have been just a very small thing that would have satisfied these people wanting their theories. I mean, um, <laughs> that's just one, you know, one little thing. I, I like that it, the whole story started with Bran and ended with Bran. I think that's a nice detail, yeah. especially for those who have read the books. Um, you know, I it was interesting that they left it where a lot of the storylines could have gone into a sequel, yet there's not going to be a sequel. <laughs> um, so maybe that leaves it open for a movie in 10 years, you know, to wrap up the story. Who knows? Um, but I just, I just, it was just missing all those little things that game of thrones has been notorious for yeah you know totally yeah i i have to say i've um you know i have some i have some peace with it and like i've said like i don't really i don't necessarily object to where the pieces ended up on the board i just feel like the way that they got there was pretty stupid yeah. Um, and I I especially feel, as you know, that they done Danny dirty, but they also kind of did Cersei dirty, especially the last full episode that she was in. She like stood at a window. And oh, yeah. like, you know, you wanted <laughs> more. Wine, <laughs> yeah, you wanted more. We, you wanted you wanted to watch her like crumble longer. You wanted like yeah. more torment, more this, more that. Yeah. But I think somebody pointed out something which I thought was really interesting is that um, Danny and I think Cersei too are both point of view characters in the book. And the last couple seasons, mm. like you kind of stopped getting their point of view on anything. Yes, like yes. they stopped being people that you were like sort of aligned with them looking at the outside world. And it became more like, like probably right around when Danny was when she burned all the calls and she was like, fuck this shit. We're going to Westeros. Like mm-hmm. right around then when she started to gather power was when we sort of as watchers of the show were like more like looking at her instead yeah. of being with her. Yeah. And totally. I feel like I feel like that was kind of the and maybe a little bit with Cersei too. Like you just kind of stopped 
having that like empathy or whatever. And you're like, oh, this is Danny. She's a dragon queen. La, la, la. Yeah. And you just didn't feel it the same way. Yeah. You didn't uh, understand the, the, um, the intentions behind with, with the actions. Like you just, you just, we're just, like you said, we're just watching all this shit happen before we probably would have had a little bit more background and it would have been made more, more sense. We'd be like, Oh yeah, she was, she was definitely feeling that. Like we're making assumptions now with yes. what's happening. And instead of being, right. well, she said, she literally said, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm tripping. Like I'm tripping. Everyone's like, you know, I'm feeling little, uh, you know, yeah. uh, paranoid and, uh, you know, or something, but yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, and how bad were the moments in the second half of the episode this week? Like there were, it, it, I just felt like it was such bad writing once they took Tyrion out of the cell. I mean, some of those jokes were horrible in yeah. the last, um, in the very last, uh, not the very last scene, but the scene at the table, um, yeah. when <laughs> Braun just kept interrupting people to talk about brothels. I mean, why the fuck was Braun even there? Like, yeah. I, I, there's so many things that I'm just like, what, why, why? How do there you was trust no him? He, exactly. Yeah. With the yeah. money. <laughs> yeah. I He's mean, master of coin now. What? <laughs> I don't even, and I don't even hate Braun like being elevated to the council, but have him be like, I don't know, a military person or something. Yeah. Like, why That's are you giving could... this guy the purse strings? Yeah. What? No, yeah. that doesn't, that doesn't make sense. Um, someone I said oh, on a one podcast, it said that, uh, it was like the end of Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> I've never yeah. seen Seinfeld. Well, you've never seen uh, Seinfeld? No. What, do you, what, what are you saying? Wait, like, <laughs> like you didn't see the ending, or you've no, never I've, seen? I mean, I have literally never seen a full episode of Seinfeld. What? Wait. <laughs> I'm not even a fan of Seinfeld, and I've seen Seinfeld. <laughs> what? No, I've never. I've, I've I've literally never. I've seen like a scene or like five minutes or something. Where, where were you in the nineties? <laughs> I was I was having I was like going to go see rock and roll music, you guys. Oh, I mean I did that too, but <laughs> oh my god, that's this is this is breaking fucking news. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? Maybe maybe you guys should uh, do a rewatch on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, here's here's but the you, thing: you I hate, hate that shit. I hate sitcoms, <laughs> and I don't think that comedy is funny, and. <laughs> Seinfeld is both yeah. of those things. Well, I don't like sitcoms either, and I especially, I especially don't love how they just. I know that the whole premise of the show, but it is really annoying when they just harp on one thing for thirty minutes. It, it drives me bonkers. So I, I get, it's just not my humor. It's just not my humor either. But she's seen it, Amy. You've but seen it. it. <laughs> it's part well, no. of. <laughs> Now it's like now it's a now it's a pride thing. You guys, I can't go. Yes. Yeah, I guess. watch it now. That would be admitting defeat. So when people, because I know, especially me or anyone, like any of your friends, I've known for sure in the last 10, 15, whatever years, they've made Seinfeld references. Yeah, I've probably <laughs> to I've you. missed them all. I've missed them all. And the That's funny amazing. thing, the funny thing is, uh, Ranger Ted, my significant <laughs> other, like that's like one of his all-time favorite shows. What? <laughs> he actually another a mutual friend of ours sent him a book about it, which he has read, and he gets so infuriated because I'll be like pissed off about something, and he'll be like, "There is a Seinfeld episode about this." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 
so true. I can totally see this happening. He yeah, must have been great. he must have been heartbroken the first time probably that it came out that you've never seen any of it. But you know what? He doesn't care about Game of Thrones, so there. Yeah, I, I was just about to say that. You're in the same club as uh, me, and I think, Ritzy, you are too, right? Husband doesn't watch us. Uh, yeah. Oh, for you as well? Him. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, he does. I'm in that club too. And But it's funny because he was a real trooper and, and watched this season with me. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is course, really... Yeah. She does and at the end... That's he love. was like, this is the worst show ever. I was like, it, it is. <laughs> You're like, this is not a great representation. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you should have gone back and seen that guy's face get smashed into the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of my favorite theories that like I can't stop thinking about is, um, and I've pulled it up. I'll put a link to this on... Um, on our show notes and I really highly recommend, you know what? I'm even going to put it on Facebook. Nobody can stop me. Boom. I, I super suggest people read this, not so much the original post, but the comments in it. And it's this whole sort of theory that like a bunch of people are like, Bran is the most sinister person in this entire yeah. series. Mm-hmm. And why is nobody noticing that? Mm-hmm. And this person it's says, true. When Bran says, why do you think I came all of this way? That should have been the moment that everyone was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Because it implies that he orchestrated the events. Yes. It means that he wanted Jon to know his parentage to cause a schism between him and Danny, and he would kill Danny and get her out of the way. Um, he, he's created a never ending dynasty because when Bran's body is old and broken, the three eyed Raven can jump into a new body and continue to rule. Come on. Come on. In hundreds um, of years, by the way, for, because the three eyed Raven lives for hundreds of years. Yeah. And yeah. like, and, and all of this, like all of these things that he's done, he's like a sociopath chess master. Yeah, with he her, is. Yeah. With terrifying powers, he is a one-man surveillance state. Please believe it. What the fuck? Why is no one yeah. like, does Wait. anybody else think this is a terrible well, idea? Sansa must have. That's why she was like, peace out. I'm going back north and I'm my own thing. So she, yeah. she probably had a sense. But I, I agree with you. And that's why when we were talking the other day, Lisa, and I was like, wait, we don't know that he can see the future, right? And you and I were like, yeah, I don't really know. But then I remembered that line. And I was like, holy shit. He's known the whole time. And I think that gives some credence to the theory that was out there about when they were saying he was going back in time and that he could have been what made the Mad King mad by his whispers. Because remember, mm. there was that yeah. um, reference to the Mad King hearing hearing voices mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it could have been going back and, and whispering to him. And he, I mean, it could have gone that far back. Who knows? I mean... Well, can he go back in time and warg into Drogon and not burn King's Landing? Like, this just opens up a big can of worms, <laughs> oh, yeah. you guys. He didn't, he didn't do it to be helpful. <laughs> he, only did it. Yeah, he never did it in a help. But she did have to burn King's Landing in order for John to see that she was crazy. Yeah. Right? It all had yeah, to happen. That's, that's true. That's true. And then they were saying, remember that one when he's like something, um, chaos is a ladder? Yes. Yes. Chaos is a ladder. He was orchestrating all that shit. It all happened because of him. And then so all those pockets are like, so do you think he 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 didn't he got pushed, but did he like jump a little extra? 
<laughs> Did he like put a little extra on it so he'd be crippled? Like, yeah. And then they're like, and then they're like, what if at the end he gets up and he like Kaiser Soze is like, like <laughs> that was like totally suspect. <laughs> I had that, that thought while we were watching it. I was like, does Podrick push him somewhere? And he like stands up and walks to the balcony, and then Dude, his that, eyes go blue, and that it's like would be dope. I would have been like, all right. <laughs> Me I've been too. Like, okay. Me too. I'm like, that's it. That's what we. Okay, all the cheesiness for that. I got it. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll Listen, if they would have left left us with that ending, I would have been like, sweet, thank you. It makes sense now. But yeah. no, no. And yeah. wishful thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and and also when um he was up in Winterfell at some point, and I forget who. Tyrion or someone was like, oh, well, you're the Lord of Winterfell. And he was like, I cannot be a lord and I do not wish to be a lord. But a king, on the other hand. (laughs) All the motherfucking places except my my homeland. So that's kind of the ending that I'm upset. Yeah. Do you think that when he was, you know, remember the scene when he sat down with Tyrion and Tyrion was like, tell me your story. And then they cut away. Yes. So do you think that 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 was I don't know, do you think that that basically is what led Tyrion to being like, yeah, this yo, this guy's got a got a role. I mean, yeah. there's that I and mean, then also so to speak. <laughs> in this theory, what what do you think he was doing in those ravens? Was he like showing the night king where he was to be like come here, papa, so Arya can kill you? I mean, like Oh yeah doing up there if if he this whole thing was planned so he could go be king i don't know kind of but I, know. <laughs> I i do think i do think that that conversation with Tyrion was either like what planted the seeds or something for it. Tyrion to be like because on its surface you know obviously it is like a this guy's like magical and he's logical and impartial and he has the whole of westeros uh history in his brain and he can like rule fairly um, you know, dot, 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 we think. Mm. Um, so I don't know. I do think that that Tyrion conversation was part of it. Yes. But it wasn't that long. And he's, he doesn't really say too many words, but they're very impactful. So he probably like said three lines and that was inception. Like, boom, all up in his brain. <laughs> and then started the whole shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, tr- truly, if he didn't want to be the king, I mean, I guess you can argue that um, he knew he had to be the king for some reason, or he knows that he has to be. But if he didn't, then he could have been like, oh, I'm sorry, Aegon Targaryen is in jail over there for, like, killing his aunt, and he should be king by, like, the rules of Westeros. Done. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. But he did want to be king, you guys. Yeah, I also think that he pro- they I think they probably all knew they couldn't do that because the Dothraki had a massive army just chilling and they wanted their revenge. Not Dothraki, sorry, the Unsullied. Yeah. You know, like they yeah. definitely could not put John there at that moment. I mean, but they could have been like, yeah, we'll send John to the wall and then they all get on their ships and then they're like, just kidding, John. We yeah. we didn't we didn't really mean it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're gone now. They're in there. And, you know, a lot of people are wondering, especially book readers, are wondering, like, is this the ending that um, that George Martin told the producers and was like, well, Brandon's up on the throne. 
And they were like, this seems like a good way to get there uh, 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 with crayons. And that's how we got there. And then in the books, it's going to be like this delightful multi-layered journey for him. I hope so. I hope so. But it's, what did it say? 3,000 pages? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Did you see the thing about the butterfly sickness? Or did you remember about the butterfly sickness? Yeah. 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 There's, is that, that's in North or not? Yeah. Ah, yeah yeah uh, it's there's a sickness. This sickness there where you can't live there unless you're born there <laughs> so oh. massive amounts of ships with all these unsullied head you know head unsullied headed there um <laughs> and supposedly they can't live there for longer than like 48 hours and then they get you know they they die <laughs> oh. so that's kind of a bit of a loophole in the uh in the show story end I mean, yeah. of course, none of us knew it. You know, show show watchers didn't know it, but uh, book readers, book walkers, and, and but they're yeah. book readers. Home D and D, right? They that's how they even yeah. got the shit because yeah. they read the yeah. books. Yeah, they they sometimes I, treat us like we're stupid. I think, like I don't know. I just feel like some of these things. Sometimes, like you said, they say lines where we're like, well, "Yeah, we didn't need that. We we knew that. You didn't have to, you know, call that out to us, like Captain Marvel in the sky with the with the ship." Oh, Marvel. Oh, Marvel. Oh, 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 oh get it. Get it. Um, like we didn't need that, but, but then sometimes they just do things that are completely against you like this, like any book reader, which there's tons of them out there, you know, um, probably remembers that thing and cool. All these ships are headed there. Yeah, no. Cool. And guys. where are the Dothraki? <laughs> I think I, as I told you, we talked about this earlier in one scene because I was like, what the, like, who's going where? In the very background, I saw them leading horses onto the boats. Oh, right. Mm. So So they're dead too. So, yeah. So I think they're going to go there and die too. (laughs) The end. I also loved how Davos was like, yeah, take this island and go start your own family and your own world and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, they're all unsullied men how are they starting their own family exactly they can't have yeah. children <laughs> uh-huh yeah oh and i saw a homeboy um jacob uh raleigh richie he was talking about that they only they have they have their dicks they just don't have the sex mm. <clears throat> i mean they don't they really don't spell it out because I, there are a couple of different ways that people would do that. Like, are they cast fully castrated? Are they eunuchs? Are they, I think that eunuchs keep the, keep the dick, but not the balls. Well, that's what, yeah, that's what he was like. He's like, do you have the hammer or do you have the the stones? And he's like, he's like, I have to have the hammer. He's like, but they were saying the same thing. The, the person that was interviewing him, they're like, but we don't know that. Like we think we're thinking like you guys are scissoring. (laughs) Like like, you have nothing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, oh, no. And, I was, and we're like, oh, that makes a difference. Like, you know, that makes a difference. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. definitely made a difference for that Masande scene. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> let's see. I'm trying to see if there I, – I think that it's, it's a little um, like Mary Sue, the sort of trope that, like, you know, there's some character that's super overpowered. Like, ooh, the Starks rule everything. Like, okay, that is a little, that was a little silly to me. Um, and the whole, like, Arya, who, to my knowledge, has been on a ship once, 
twice in her life is now suddenly Magellan and like sailing off. Yeah. And I keep yeah. going back and forth. I know in the last episode, I was like, nah, we, she would totally be down with indigenous. And I don't know, man, some days I think she's, she's making shit happen. And other times I'm thinking she ain't down. I don't know. We will right. never know. She will never know. <laughs> she, we, we'll every never time we know. thought she was going to do something, she just walked away or, or slinked away or got on a horse or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, and people were like, what happened to that horse? Like, what was the significance was of that white horse? They were making a big deal of the dang horse. Yeah. And then she starts <clears throat> up standing there. Um, well, what and, about, and okay. also, like, west of Westeros are the Iron Islands. And on the Iron Islands are badass seafaring people. And you're trying to tell me that badass seafaring people can't figure out what's fucking west of them, but Arya can? What? <laughs> That don't make no sense. Yeah. Okay. There's, um, you know, the scene, well, back to the scene where they're in the dragon dome or whatever it's called. And, you know, they bring out Tyrion. There's a few things there that are said that I just, like, for example, what you just said a second ago, when, when Bran's like, why do you think I came here? Like, how is no one like, what the fuck's up with him? Like, wh- what did, what, what do I'm you saying. know? What, what did you do? Like, what, exactly. you know, um, how did you know that? And then also what was no, also a bigger question. Why didn't John just keep his mouth shut? No one would have even known he killed Danny. Yeah. Like, no one would have known. No Nobody. one would have known. No one. Yeah. I don't know. She just rode off on her dragon. Honor. Yeah. She felt bad for bringing all those little kids. So she boned the fuck out. Yeah, don't tell me that nobody saw a dragon flying away. They're like, no, I didn't see it. A gigantic you dragon. Didn't hear, you didn't you? hear it cry? Like, you didn't hear Like, come on, man. Yeah. And no. wouldn't you have loved to see Sansa's face when someone told her that John killed Danny? Like, I would have oh, loved yeah. to see that. I want to see all that shit. Like, that's the type yeah. of shit. I wanted to see her and Arya when they found out who John was. Like, I wanted to see all that shit. Like, those little <laughs> nitty gritty things, we didn't get none of that shit. That's why yeah. we're like, well, how did it? What? Huh? Like, it's. Yeah. How do you get there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, Amy, what is your theory on um, Dragon? Like, where is he? What do you do with her? Uh, Are there more I, dragons? Know, I, I said it actually before I heard your podcast, but we had the same theory. I think he took them to, I think he would have taken her to the Red Priest. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he knew where they were and apparently he's smart. Either that or he just accidentally <clears> burned <throat> them. Um, but he, uh, I think he took her there. I think that's another storyline that they leave open for a, um, a sequel to happen down the line. But, um, I, I know you guys said it would be cool if he came, she came back and then, you know, they could really be married then. I'm like, no way, man. That's, that's, they gotta be villains. She gotta be a villain. She's going to come back as like the 19 and like, then he'll be up there and they can start all over again. I want, I want her to come back because I am still my, my greatest disappointment, I think in the whole series is how they took Danny from our beloved hero to Hitler to dead in 60 minutes of screen time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like, I, it just, it's just uh, terrible storytelling. It drives me nuts, but I want her to come back and be like, I was right. And now I'm really going to kill all of you. Yeah. And then just I, go full. I don't even think, I don't, 
I like, I just don't even, to me, she's never a villain. She's the good person apart from, you know, the whole genocide, but that was just, <laughs> that was so inconsistent with her character. Um, someone at, that I was talking to, I think that it was, um, my high school bestie, Sarah, she was like a couple seasons ago, Danny threw all of her dragons in the dungeon for eating a kid. Yeah, that's real. That is so uh, real. Oh, that's and they spent, a, they spent a year in the dungeons. And then, like, a couple years later, she's like, whatever, just kill all the kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just not, it's not how she works. I would totally buy that maybe she would get to a place where she would burn a lot of King's Landing or something or, like, find a way to justify it in her head. They just didn't take us there at all. They just wanted nah. us to, to accept that she was like, meh, screw it, burn them all. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. If they would have just changed that one thing and had both the dragons there and had like a rogue citizen shoot down Rhaegar, then yeah. then it all changes. And then she snaps and then yeah. it's okay, kind of. Yeah, yeah we didn't of. we didn't see like when you watched the show snapped, you understand why they fucking snapped. Like yeah. we 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 have all the receipts. We see all that shit. We're like, oh shit, I would have snapped too. Like with yeah, with, with Danny, me. we're just like, um, <laughs> well, we can kind of, well, maybe, yeah, well, totally. well yeah. And to be to be honest, a lot of people, and they did point that out, however, a, a little belatedly, because a lot of people were like, you could see this coming all along. Danny like crucified a bunch of the slave owners and it's like, well, a, they had it coming cause they own slaves. And yeah. B, when John, when there was the mutiny at the wall, John hung them all. So like, is our, do we just feel differently about it? Because, because they're bad girl? people. It's cause they're, yeah, cause they're bad. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, obviously, you know, it was beyond the pale to burn up half the city, but are we like, you know, do we accept a certain level of violence from our male characters because that's what they do? And then when a woman does it, we like clutch our pearls and go, oh, she must be crazy. Every time. I don't know. I don't Every know. Time. Deep, deep thoughts, you guys. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> but it would have been cool if, like you said, if Bran would have stood up and walked away and yeah. blue eyes. Or if, you know, if they're going to go with Danny being crazy. Take it all the way to the end. And like you said, kill everybody then. Like, kill everybody. Yeah. And then let the last, let the ending just be her. Yeah. Killed everyone. She's been like, you know what, yeah. John? I used to love you. You used to be <laughs> down with you. But you know what? Slice. Great. Yeah. And then <laughs> Tyrion used even to have on, my back but... and slice. Like, like, let's take it there. Like, if you're going to play yeah. crazy role, let's make her fucking crazy. And then I'd be down. Yeah. Like, all right. <laughs> I think that's it, though. I think this show was always breaking the wheel, quote unquote, uh, for TV, right? Like it was always pressing the boundaries and always doing things insane. And this season was not insane. Like, had she, you know, when that amazing scene when Tyrion threw down his hand, which was excellent, she really should have just like stabbed him through the eyeball or something. Yeah. I mean, that that would have been, you know, epic. yes, uh, yeah, totally. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. There was nothing, you know, like you said, uh, someone go in and, and cut Cersei's baby out of her womb. Yes. Oh, something like that. <laughs> no, I found it. But, um, Amy loved that. 
Amy Loeb, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, something like that, nothing like that happened. The, the, yeah. the, what, the hardest thing we saw was Rhaegar falling out of the sky, a CGI animated dragon. And then the second hardest part was, like, Drogon, like, sad, sadly carrying his mommy away. I mean, there was just... I could, it's just although, for the, for the record, I could cry right now if you gave me, like, 20 seconds to think about that poor dragon flying away with I his know. dead mom. I know. I know, that was tough. That was, like, the hardest part of the whole series for me. I know. <laughs> Made me real sad. <sighs> Downer. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what yeah in our alternate timeline he goes off like maybe he just keeps flying east until he meets more dragons he she it until it meets more dragons and then it's like a dragon party and it has the best time ever for the rest of its incredibly long life and then they eat tacos because everyone knows dragons love tacos totally dragons do love tacos you know I those agree. books amy you're a mom you know those books <laughs> of course <laughs> that's a, that's also- a parent joke for you <laughs> I also cry when I read Puff the Magic Dragon because the little boy grows up and then and then Puff's alone and it's sad. <laughs> so there you go. Dragons dope. are worth crying for. Yeah, dragons uh, are dope. Dragons. But it would be dope if they go and like you said, find more dragons. He went, he, she went, go whatever, goes find more dragons. They have a party, they eat tacos, and they're like, you know what? Let's go burn these motherfuckers down. <laughs> and and yes. Bran can't stop it, and Bran sees it. And we see it through Brent when he like goes out over there and we, and he sees it. And then he's just like, Oh, can't do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I can work into one, but I can't work into all of them. Yep. And that's it. And, and scene. Yeah. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think that pre-production on the prequels has begun, but I think that it's still probably, uh, I wonder if I saw anything. I want for some reason 2022 is sticking in my brain. Is, no one's gonna care anymore. I bet they will. But because, so they're but they're not part of it. D and D aren't part of it, right? No, it's like someone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so and they're not, not based off of anything, are they? Um, they're the actually, children of the forest. One of them. There's is. there's oh, a lot. There's a lot of prequel stuff that George Martin has written. Mm-hmm. Um, short stories. There's an ebook. There's a book that came out last year. Um, so there's a pretty a pretty rich lore or history, I guess, to mine stuff from. And you know, maybe you want to have a bunch of book fans being like, "This isn't like what I wanted," <laughs> <laughs> like me. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, um, well, it's been super real, and I'm so glad that, um, Amy, you joined us and that um, we've been able to, that you have enjoyed our, our recaps on Game of Thrones. Yes, discussion. thank you for listening. And yeah, for I'd the love support. that. And yeah, I love Ritzy, and yeah. I, more Ritzy than me, really, because she does the more of the heavy lifting, that we were able to um, talk about it, too. So, Yeah, hugs. thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh my god, we love having you. Yeah, thank you so much. And do, do you have to bone out, or do you have a, one or two minutes for I, flash round questions? I have, I have a couple minutes. I have, okay. I have to. Bone Lisa out. has to leave. Oh, T. Oh, I forgot. You have to bone out. Okay, okay. We're we're done. We're done. Okay. <laughs> Peace out, nerds. <laughs> Peace out, nerds. Thanks. <laughs> Bye, guys. Meanwhile, two hours later. <laughs> <laughs>
We're back. It's kind of neat. Technology, man. How does it work? Amazing. It's great. Um, that was so awesome having Amy. I know. She's for awesome. The, yeah. For those listening, that happened two hours ago. And now here we are. And it's yeah, present yeah. time. Whoa. Yeah. It's, like, it's like Brand took us on a magic carpet journey of magic. time. Magic. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Cool. Here we are. It's the nerd out. Um, we obviously talked to Amy. And now we should just pick back up with the other shit that we got. Yeah, because this is a full-blown episode, right? Oh, so full-blown episode. Full-blown episode. So I was looking to see if we had any five-star reviews. No, we do not. Um, so let's get people, that going. People. Yeah, come on. Let's make that happen. Well, I'll even take a four-star review if you feel like, you know, maybe it's you're one of those people that's uncomfortable saying that something's 100%. Okay. Yeah, something. Um, but we, we did post on Instagram and on Facebook the image announcing Robert Pattinson as Batman. We wanted to get your guys' thoughts and feelings. And our who is our number one fan out there, T.I.? Oh, we, our number one fan is the one and only Juan Aguilar. Juan Aguilar. He commented and said, sure, why not? I mean, Ben did a decent job playing Batman. Did he, though, Juan? Did he? Um, but I <laughs> did not like... Matt Reeves, Planet of the Apes. Um, that's the director, right? Yeah, that's the director. I know, you know, because I think I've mentioned on here how in Planet of the Apes, the old ones make me sick, so I'm not going to watch the new ones. So I didn't see those. So I don't, I'm not aware of his work. Uh, UTI? Uh, yeah. I <laughs> UTI? <laughs> UTI. <laughs> oh, no. A new, a new catchphrase is born. Um... <laughs> I watched the Planet of the Apes movies. I don't forget which ones that guy directed. I thought they were pretty good. And it's interesting. I actually could not stand those movies when I was a kid. Like, oh, ugh, yeah, they yeah, were yeah. the worst. Um, I don't think I ever watched a full one. I like looked at those rubber masks for two seconds and was like, no gracias. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but I thought that these were pretty. I thought that the Planet of the Apes movies were pretty well done, you know, for what they were. And Andy Serkis was is was and is a complete genius. Um, so I liked that about it. But yeah, TBD. I mean, and I would also like to point out that uh, our friend Karen also mentioned on um, on Instagram that. Uh, her comment was, once a sparkly vampire, now a bat. It works. Yeah, totally. Uh, I, you said I'd hit it. Yeah. And I, I was like, it. I would hit it too. I've always been, you know, down to hit it since yeah. uh, Twilight Timers. And I said, a one-off noir type, maybe we shall see. But you know what? That was a week ago. And now I see it. I really see it now. Like for Batman, I didn't see Ben Affleck. Just the trailers alone, I, I couldn't even imagine fathom paying money or sitting through at home. So I have no desire to watch those. I my favorite Batman uh, is Christian Bale. Okay, and that I agree. I agree. That story, the way it was told, like the you know uh, that. That one is my favorite. I was like, oh, yes, finally. So I'm like this. And I feel like with, you know, not seeing uh, Planet of the Apes, but just 
kind of the trajectory and kind of projects that Robert has been saying yes to, I think I'm, I think I might be down. I think I'm, I'm like really getting into this. I'm kind of getting excited. Like it's going to, I think it's going to be more along that vein of like a little dark gritty type of story. Well, and, and I will say too, as much grief as I can totally sling at the twilight movies and most of the people associated with them, like he could have taken the easy way out and been like a heartthrob and probably had a fairly short but lucrative career mm-hmm. and been like, that's it. But he has chosen some deeply like fucked up, bizarre, like all over the map, like some of it, not all of it fucked up and bizarre, but some of it like like real heavy lifting yeah. capital D drama. Yeah. And Art house really yeah. like indie he- and he hasn't done a single thing that's been mainstream to my knowledge since. And no. so I like that he took his time before, a, a, before going a route like this. He never would have been able to go this route if he had been, you know, gone on to just continue being whatever Edward sparkly vampire. Yeah. And, um, I think that he's had a very interesting career and I'm into it. Yeah, totally. And he's, I guess he's supposed to come out, Next year, um, Christopher Nolan flick, uh, and then he's supposed to come out that high life one. So I don't know, like a bunch of shit's about to come out. So I think it's great timing for him and he's fine. I mean, he's fine. I mean, there's, he's good looking. Yes. He's a good looking dude. He's a good looking dude. And he's in his thirties now. So I don't, I don't feel as bad, you know, lusting. If you're like thirties and up, that works, that works, that works. Um, um, you know what? He was in the lost city of Z and yeah. I thought he was really good in that. I was surprised. It took me a second to recognize him. That's how good he was in that. Nice. And yeah, like I, I'm, I'm interested to see where he goes. Yeah. I th- I, I'm hoping it's a success for him, um, for his sake. And he could be like, yeah, take that twilight motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, so we went through uh, Game of Thrones Afterthoughts, and then, uh, what is this? What did I put here? Oh, oh you know wait, how... Wait, wait. wait oh, you, blew, oh, oh, you blew right past the most important note of the whole thing. Oh, what is the most important note? Let me see. Guys, next episode is our 100th <gasps> Woo! I almost forgot. What see is that? A hundred. Um, so we're joining the Century Club. And um, what we would like to ask of you, our loyal, devoted, wonderful, so good-looking listeners. That's right. Is that if there's anything that you want us to hear, questions you would like us to answer, topics you would like us to address, Mm -hmm. uh, even special guests you would like in the future, um, we, you know, we can get people who aren't just our friends, even though our friends are so fucking interesting. It's kind of hard to super talented too. I mean, come on, we're a little biased, but come on. Um, (laughs) yeah, let us know. You can email us info at the nerdout.com or just hit us up on social and tell us what slide in them DMs, slide in my DMs, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How exciting. We're excited. We have some special things lined up for you guys, um, that are in the works. And um, I think uh, the supernatural bar mentioned something about it being part of it, and he will be. I'm um, not a, not to the extent that he's been telling everybody about it, but he's going to be part of it. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So special things, special things, special things. Special things, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So before uh, many episodes ago, I talked about uh, Jacob Anderson, who plays Grey Worm, uh, who goes by the moniker Raleigh Ritchie, Time in a Tree, a song that I really, really love. So recently, with all the hype, and he's doing all you know, the press junkets for Game of Thrones and stuff, he did um, the... Uh, the genius verified where they, they talk about the lyrics. Uh-huh. Um, and I thought that would be a nice little link to add because he talks about the lyrics of the song and, uh, you know, just talk, he talks about mental health and, and a bunch of different things in the song, which I think that's why I love it. Cause it's a, a male and he's talking about all these different things and he breaks down the lyrics, which usually artists don't really do or don't like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought it was nice and it's great to hear him with his regular accent, which makes him even more charming. Um, cause it's not bad to look at, you know what I'm spraying and, yeah. um, you add accent and it's like, okay. Um, yeah. So I thought I'd add that in there. Okay, that's folks. great. And um, what is your impression of him watching him as himself? Love him. I've seen so many interviews with him regarding uh, Game of Thrones and regarding his music, and I just feel like he's super genuine. And I, he seems like a really good person that's like working through shit, and he seems really grounded and not letting any of this go to his head. And he was on um, Sway in the morning, and they were talking about the actress who plays um, Masandi. Mm-hmm. Am I saying her name wrong? And uh, and there, Sway so was like, "Oh yeah, because she's she's fine. She's that she's gorgeous. Blah, 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 all this." And he's like, "Mm-hmm." He's just like, "Oh yeah, she's a really good person." And then Sway was like, "Oh wait, are you married?" He's like, "Yes." He's like, "Okay, that's why." He's like, "That's why." <laughs> like he wasn't <laughs> like. So he's married, and like you know, I don't know. So he 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 seems like a. My impressions are he seems like a dope dope person. Okay, cool. We'll yeah, post yeah, yeah. that. We'll post that um, on thenerdout.com. Say, say, say. Okay, so what, what thing we haven't talked about in a long time are TV. There's other TV other than Game of Thrones. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, there is. All right, lay it on me. Please believe it. Okay, so have you seen Dead to Me? No. With, what is uh, that? Christina. Christina no. Apple. No, that's but it's in my queue. Okay, I'm cool. cool. I'm I can't. I'm gonna do a lot of crying. Uh, no. Okay. Okay. No, not at all. Um, well, I don't know. No, no, not at all. I, I, I like it because it's a twist in it. Like you think, because I, I was just like, you know, I, I need something to watch while I'm cooking, cleaning, working, doing different things. So I had no idea, never heard anything about it before it came on. So I was just, you know, it was on like the big, the big screen part of Netflix. Yep. And yep. I was like, I love me some Christina Applegate. So I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Dead to me. Cool. I'll watch it. I don't know if it's a drama, comedy, dramedy. I have no idea. And um, I clicked it and I was like, oh, okay, sure. I could watch this type of shit. Uh, her grieving, uh, uh, her death of her husband, sudden death of her husband. I was like, yeah, I'll watch this shit while I cook. And then I was like, oh shit. And then it twists and it turns and I like it. It's good times. I recommend. Okay, great. I, that's definitely on my to-do list. Is that, I was thinking about bringing it up with, um, the real tough critic in the house, but so is it something that you think men Mm -hmm. would like more of a skewing female kind of deal? Uh, I think it kind of skews female, but it's just, 
guys that way. I think some men might, but I don't know about uh, Ranger Ted. <laughs> um, my man loves the Gilmore Girls and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So, oh, then yes, yes, okay, then yes. Then okay. I think he. I think this might be a good show for you, both of you guys to watch. Amazing, because we never. We're always like. Right now, the current one that we are having a huge disagreement about is not a huge disagreement about is Barry. I'm like, I like this. He's like, man, I'm not really feeling it. I'm like, how can you not feel it? Wow. That's surprising. I know. I think so, too. But he has excellent taste. Barry's good. We just don't always have the same taste. And did did we ever talk about Fleabag? Um, I don't think that we ever have. And I've seen the... Prime one, right? Yeah. You saw the season one? No, but I heard an interview with the creator, the star and creator who um, was on Fresh Air with Terry Gross. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yep. um, it was such a delightful interview that I was like, I need to watch the show. You have to watch the show. She also, She's so fucking talented. She also um, created and wrote... Um, Fucking, but I just blanked out. Uh, Eve, Finding Eve, or whatever, yeah, which I haven't yeah, seen. Finding Eve, yes. Um, it, she adapted it because that, that's a series of novels. Oh, okay. Got it, got it, got it. I just saw that. that I was like, I have yeah. no idea. Okay. Yeah, so I had, no, I had no idea either. And I was like, oh, if this girl does Killing Eve, I love Killing Eve. Killing Eve, Finding Eve. <laughs> Finding Eve. <laughs> Wait, Killing Eve. Is Killing Eve something else? No, it's Killing Eve. That's what it is. I think I said Finding Eve. Oh, <laughs> whatever it is, this fucking show, Eve. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, cool. That's good. Yeah, I heard that Fleabag was back, and I, I added that to my list of things. You that have I- to watch. Maybe, I don't know, maybe Ted would like that, too, But uh, Ranger Ted. Um, but, oh, my God, like, the season one, I just stumbled upon it when it came out, and I was like, oh, I really like this. Oh, shit, there's a twist. And then I was like, Oh, this is really good, short but sweet. And I was like, "Oh, all right." I have no idea if another season's coming. It wasn't no sweat off my back. Then I saw a couple of days ago when it came out, season two, and I was like, "Oh!" And then I was like, "Oh, I missed her." Like I remember she was like really funny and this and that. And I season two. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's like super perfect. Oh my gosh! Okay. Yeah, and it's it, and that's it. Like she, this is it. Like she just did the first season, and then she did season two, and that's a wrap. And it was like so many levels, and I recommend it. It's like I feel like such a perfect way to end all the shit that she went through in season one, and the realizations, and seeing someone grow up, and the way she does it is so next level. And I, you know, I was like, I don't know anyone else that really watches this show. And then on Twitter, people that actors, comedians that I, and writers that I love had, had no idea that they watched it. They're like, Fleabag. They're like, I don't have to do any, another project. They're like, it's been done. Fleabag season two. And I was like responding to them. I'm like, yes, I'm, oh, it's perfect. It's like the best thing. So I really recommend, I can't wait till you watch it so we can discuss. Okay, great. Okay, good. Done. Sold. Yeah. I'll watch. Um, special on NBC on um Netflix. It's Never the 
it's uh, Chris O'Connell, Mick McConnell, Nick McConnell. I forget his name. He's uh, the writer, creator, and the actor in it. And he is gay and has cer- CP, cerebral palsy, like okay. in real life and in the show. Oh, okay. That's ringing a bell. Yeah. Super cute. I recommend. Okay. Um, along the same type of lines is, a- what's her name? Aiden? Uh, Aiden 80 something. Yeah. On SNL. Yeah. And her show shrill on Hulu is such a delight revelation that I recommend that one as well. It's only a couple of episodes. I believe they're going to do, I think it got picked up. I think they're going to do a season two, but it's just like, Hey, comfortable in my skin. It's like showing so many different um, representations of peoples that you don't really see and not, it's not really revolving around, you know, um, I'm big and I hate being big. It's not about that. It's just like showing someone that just happens to be, um, a little bit on the plus side and her just kind of maneuvering through life. And she has this awesome, like best friend roommate. Um, and it's, it's, it's delightful. So, okay. yeah, Great. I love that. So I think, and I think special and shrill, I feel like they're, they're in the same, same vein. Uh, we already talked about Barry. So how do you like it so far? Uh, I actually find it. I am not a fan of his. Oh, start man. with, but that's, that was why, what is it? Bill Hader. Yeah. So that's, that's why I'm late to the party, but I'm actually really enjoying it and really enjoying him and really enjoying, like, I mean, Ted's, Ranger Ted's uh, take on it is that maybe I find it more charming because it takes place in L.A. and it's like a world that I know and have familiarity mm-hmm. with. Yeah, maybe. And that could be right. Yeah. That could be right. Uh, but no, I, I like it. I think that it's cute. I'm only, I think, four episodes in. Mm, I just wrapped up, uh, Sunday wrapped up, uh, season two. So, okay. Well, it's like, I have, I got HBO for game of Thrones. So now I'm like binging Barry and the dudes and whatever else. (laughs) So, um, then I could be like, okay, peace out HBO. I had my couple months with you. Are you going to binge uh gentleman Jack? I don't know. I haven't really heard much about it. It's fun. It's good. I think you might enjoy it. Um, okay. And then Veep. Veep ended. That was fantastic. Uh, I Veep. Veep is okay to me. Oh man, All stuff. The 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 put downs. The fucking. Yeah. I feel like it's next level. I'm only about five episodes in, so I feel like I need to at least get through the first season. Oh yeah. I- I yeah. make any decisions. No, you have to the, the same. Yeah, I was like watching it as, like, oh, I've never seen it before, and then I got into maybe two or three, and I was like, holy fucking shit! And I was like yeah. telling like the G's, and I was like, have you seen the show? It's fucking crazy. It's so good. Um, so yeah, that'll be interesting to see if you get deep in deeper in if what, what you think about that. Uh, I mean- it is. If I'm going to watch comedy, that's kind of my comedy thing. I told mm. you about, um, uh, shoot, what is it? Afterlife with Ricky yes. Gervais. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, that, I, that, I, tra- I, 
I tried, but I don't know if I was in the right headspace for it. It's kind of, it's pretty dark. And I think I'm, I don't know if I made one episode or two. And then I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't, it, I, it wasn't, I wasn't feeling it a hundred percent, but uh, I think it's something I have to revisit. Cause I do like him. I yeah. like his comedy. Yeah. I, um, I it, like to me the first episode, I just can't think of the last time I laughed so hard watching television but it's because, as Leslie, a uh, friend Leslie says, that I like to laugh at people, not with them. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, one of our favorites, Roy Choi. Uh-huh. Chef, chef. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Roy Choi. He has uh, two new shows. One that just uh, came out. It's on a second episode on KCT. I think it's also on, like, uh, YouTube and stuff like that. It's called Broken Bread. And uh, so far, super fantastic, just 30 minutes, and he goes around and he's talking about different things. This last one just came out this week is about access, food access, food deserts. Um, He talked to some amazing uh, local heroes here um, in L.A. Both episodes have been um, in L.A. so far, and uh, it's a fantastic show, and it talks about some real issues that that are, you know, global, but especially that are happening here in um, the United States with um, access and rehabilitation for those who have been incarcerated and um, just, you know, really highlighting some amazing inspirational people that are giving spaces and voices and access to those that have little to none. So I totally recommend. And then on another note, you remember he, he was a consultant on the movie chef that, uh, yeah, Jean Favreau yeah. directed and da, da, da. it was based loosely based on like his story with the food truck and stuff like that. So they got together and in, on June 7th, their show, I think it's called chef. I believe it's going to come out on Netflix. And so, uh, which is fantastic. So they, you know, just eating around and they have all their like, you know, famous special guests. So like the first trailer, I showed it to the supernatural bear and I was like, look, and he was like, oh, uncle Roy Choi knows Tom Holland. Cause in the trailer, Spider-Man. <laughs> and I was like, yes, he does. So I, I send it to, to Roy and I, I, I put a comment on it and he's like, yes, supernatural uncle does know Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Super. That's- that's a good thing to, that's a good conversation to have with your kid. Yeah. Super cute. So yeah. So, and then today I showed, you know, says we, I homeschool, uh, the supernatural bear. We always talk about access, you know, access and food deserts and, you know, cause I tell him that, you know, he doesn't eat McDonald's cause it's really bad for you. And then one time we went someplace and there was, um, a dad and his daughter, I think I mentioned this before they're eating McDonald's. So he's like, two or three years old. And he's like, Oh mom, look, they're eating that gross, uh, super unhealthy McDonald's, like super loud. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, and so I tried to explain to him, like, you know, especially when we were still living in LA, like we lived in a really nice area, but like right there is like, you know, the hood. And so we would, you know, shop and do, do different things in there. So he would have, he would get to experience, you know, the, the, the different areas and stuff like that. And I'll be like, see me how like some, she looks, looks a little different and you know, you don't have access. So some, you know, they don't have as much money and there's not that many grocery stores here. So, you know, this is kind of like the only food that they have to eat 
and stuff like that. So then I was telling um, uh, Roy, I was like, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to definitely show this to to um, Supernatural because we I always talk about access. So mm-hmm. then this was a fantastic, you know, little little 25, 30 minute show where it talks about places that he's, he's been to and, and, you know, has witnessed and, and about access. So I thought that that was really good. And then, so he's, he gets exposed to that. We watched that in the morning and then, uh, he's just excited to watch his uncle interact with uh, Spider-Man whenever that comes out on the the next month. Yeah. Let's be, uh, let's cut to the chase here. But I did see that um, they had, like, subway, not, what do they call them, bus stop posters and stuff like that all over L.A. for this series when I was there. So I added it to the list of things that I need to check out for sure. Yeah, I think it's going to be really good, fun, and, you know, just just L.A. But I, I, that's, that's, a good, that's a good point that Ranger Ted made, the, like, you know, does Barry, does that do anything for folks that are not familiar with that world um, of LA and acting. And I mean, cause we're, you and I aren't actors, but we know of that world, be, be working in entertainment, like, yeah. and just being exposed to that and having active friends and, and all that stuff like that. And agent friends and manager friends. And like, so that all makes sense to us. So I wonder if like people watching that are going to be watching chef, like, do they get a kick out of that? Because it's like all places probably around LA. Yeah. Yeah. I with mean, actors and, you know. Yeah. I mean, on some level, that's got to like make things a little more interesting for people who know LA, you know? Yeah. yeah. Added layer and added layer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you haven't watched Pose and you have no desire to watch Pose? I haven't watched Pose and I would like to watch Pose. Okay. Yeah, add that to your list. Watching, you love it, right? I fucking love it. I believe we talked about it here before, but um, just the fact that you know the the sh- the show the the main guy who created it, um, Steve Canal, I believe his name is. He is um, of the of you know LGBTQIA whatever the long thing is he's from that he created this he's from New York he wasn't from the scene but he he uh it was happening when he was growing up and so he did a deep dive and so he created this and then so then he got together and then Ryan Murphy was like about to do something about the ballroom scene and then uh, Steven's thing was going around his, his pilot script was going around and then they got together and then they joined forces. So it's like of the community by the community. Um, and because Ryan Murphy was attached to it first jump, first jump out the box, they have the money, the budget for the music. So if you're fucking from the eighties the music alone is worth it, but it's fantastic. Some of the acting, you know, but it's the real, it's real, you know, trans people. It's, and then one of the episodes was the first time ever that a trans woman, um, directed, uh, an episode. And it's just like, they had the real, the consultants and in the show on the panel at the balls, uh, at the judges at the balls were people that are from that scene. Like, the event from House Extravaganza, Evangelistas, da, 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 and they were part of it. So it was just, it's amazing. I love it. And I'm obsessed with India more. 
she's fucking gorgeous, and I think she should be uh, the next Catwoman. Ah, okay. Yeah, she's fantastic, and just I'm just obsessed with her and obsessed with her stylist who are, puts her in these amazing get-ups for all these awards. She kills it every time. And I think she's the f- recently, I think this week or coming soon, she's the first trans woman to be on the cover of Elle or Lore or one of the big magazines. Oh. So, yeah, a lot of groundbreaking shit. Um, I recommend it. And season two starts in like a week, two weeks, less maybe. Okay. And that is on Netflix. And for those of you who may not know quite what this is, um, so in the eighties, um, like, and when was, I think Paris is burning was from the nineties. Anyhow. So there's this big like drag ball culture in New York with like people forming, um, quote unquote houses, like, you know, (laughs) who you might want to bend the knee to. (laughs) and, um, you know, kind of coming together and, um, you know, finding community in as like real kind of outcasts and like just creating this like beautiful, vibrant art and like the attitude and the beauty and this and all that. It's a really fascinating world. And so if you listener are not familiar with Pose, but you like, for instance, RuPaul's Drag Race, then you got to watch this. And even if you don't, you got to watch it. Yeah, it's very important. I mean, it's it's also during the where post uh, Paris is Burning came out in 1990, and then uh, what uh, Poe what Poe starts at is also talking about the ballroom scene, New York at the time, how it was, um, the differences between um, white gay culture scene in New York. And and the divide between um, trans um, and trans of color uh, and how they saw each other different. There was a lot of uh, discrimination within the group and also the AIDS epidemic and how it hit really, really hard. Um, So, yeah, it's fantastic. And then so it goes it started in the late 80s. And then this season, I think it's three or four years later. So now we're in the 90s. Okay, cool. Yeah, and and if you have no idea what this is, it would be really awesome to watch Paris is Burning. I recommend if you haven't seen it anyways. I mean, that's a classic. You have to watch Paris is Burning. And I'm obsessed. Like since and then you know, uh excuse me, Madonna did not invent voguing. She got that and the people that she had voguing for her are from these motherfucking ballrooms. Yep. So please believe it. Um and one of the main dancers, he's from House Extravaganza, maybe. Um, I forget. But anyways, he is a consultant on Pose. And he, I think he's in the scenes as one of the judges as well because he's just, like, known and prone. And since since seeing uh, Paris is Burning, I've been obsessed with the ballroom scene. I follow, like, every Instagram account about voguing. And uh, I'm obsessed. And I feel like I sometimes I post like, oh, my spirit animal. Like, you know, like this is what I think I look like when I walk into a room and I do not. It's my favorite (laughs) fucking shit. Also, there's kind of like speaking of RuPaul, there's like a thing where people are upset with with um, him saying that he has yet to acknowledge, say anything that he's watched or not watched or anything with Pose 
because they're like, you know, if it wasn't for the ballroom scene, there would be no RuPaul. Also, you know, the death drop that uh, RuPaul kind of coined through Drag Race, they're just like coming out. They're like, that's not that's called a dip, bitch. And that's not called death drop. And so it's interesting because as soon as Pose came out, I was like, I wonder what RuPaul thinks. And so I listened to his podcast. Nothing, 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 nothing. Ah, that's interesting. So it's super. And there's like articles written, people coming out after RuPaul saying like, like it's it's kind of dramatic. So it's interesting. Like, is I feel like is he kind of like you know I don't need to talk about nothing. Like, is he kind of taking that stance or I don't know. It's super super interesting. So anyways, Pose returns. Pose returns. Uh, cool. Well, I, um, even though it's summer and summer is usually the time for me to, oh, I don't know, plant my garden. Woo! There is also a lot of time to relax and watch television. And now I have like three new series that I need to find time for. So thanks. Yeah. Exciting. So you're going to get rid of HBO. So you're not going to watch, you didn't watch Big Little Lies. Um, I'm like, it'll take me long enough to get through everything I want to watch that I'll probably, that'll probably be my last thing that I do before I move on. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Like, Cause I'm excited probably, about that. Yeah. I'll probably have it for another mm, couple months. Yeah. And then skedaddle. Yeah. I yeah. think that's a good call. Um, we talked about briefly about Lillian, we're going to, we should have her on again to talk about it in depth, but dealing yeah. in dreams. I need to, I've just been, I've been waiting to get paid, but I need to, I really want to order that and read it. I'm super excited. Yeah. So that'll be good. And so we'll, we'll have her on after you read it. So then we could discuss. Um, I just read a book, uh, Queenie. I can't remember the author's name, British. Um, and it was, uh, really good, but really frustrating, uh, reading it. I almost gave up. But I'm glad I didn't. Um, so, yeah, I recommend. Queenie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, I'll put a link to that on our show page as well for those of you who are interested in picking up an interesting book. What was it about? So it's about um, she's, uh, I think, of Jamaican descent. But she it's her life and how it goes fucking crazy post her breakup with her white boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the kind of shit she puts herself into and it's basically deal. It's about trauma and, um, forgiveness and self, self love and self care and emotional and health. And so there's a lot, I was just like, you know, we're just watching someone be so destructive. It's just like so frustrated. Like, yo, why are you doing that? Like, you know, um, but it's very current though. Like, the the show she's talking about um you know black lives matter over here in in the united states cuz she's writing for uh, a blog or a magazine and the artist that she's talking about listening that she's listening to at the time so super super current um so it's very very interesting it's like a i think it got like a lot of that's how i even knew about it i think it's it has a lot of hype behind it and stuff like that but yeah, she writes for, I think she writes for a lot of different publications. She's like a writer, I think like a reporter writer like that. And then this is, you know, 
I think kind of autobiographical. I'm not sure. But anyways, it's really good. Just frustrating. And if you can, you know, hold on, make it through, then you'll come out to the other side and you, and then you kind of, there's one, there's, I cried a little bit. So yeah. It's All good. right. It's a crier. It's a crier. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, so I, I, those are two two actual books, not audiobooks, kids. I know. I'm very, I'm, very proud of you. Thank you. I'm trying to make time, you know, the self-care bullshit. I'm just like, all right, I, I, I can, I'm super busy, uh, but I, you know, if I can make time to to read a couple of pages here and there, then, you know, and these these two books have been pr- really short, so I've been really able to. Yeah. What What time of day do you do your reading? I try to do it at night, but then I'm so fucking tired by the time I'm, I make time that I can only read a couple pages. So, but on the weekend, oh, I think with with Queenie, what happened was I got my Mother's Day gift where I asked to be left alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for like indefinitely or like so. So my new thing, and this is going to be. They need it. They're gonna give me a rain check for my birthday since I got the flu. But my new thing is that night, I get to sleep alone in my room, and Miosito sleeps in the guest room, and I make overnight oats, so I don't gotta make breakfast in the morning, and they're taken care of. And in the morning, I get to stay in. I said I'm gonna stay until at least lunchtime. I do not want to be bothered. Oh my gosh, that's great. Yeah, that's a gift. That's a motherfucking gift. And if you're a parent, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't need no fucking cards. I don't need no fucking shit that I'm not going to use. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, give me, give me gift of time. And so that was my shit. And that's how I finished Queenie. I was just like, chilling, watching stupid shit, you know, knowing that I can sleep in. So I stayed up hella late. I mean, I stay up late anyways, but I stayed up later, like watching bullshit. Mm-hmm. It was it was fantastic. It was fantastic. Ah, oh, that sounds really great. I mean, I'm inspired by that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So I got I got one coming. I got a rain check on my birthday one, so I get one coming up soon again. So maybe I need to get a book before then, so I can like whip through it and shit. Um. So TV, are you looking? Do you have anything on your list to read? Um. Yeah, I am actually reading a book called Circe. Uh, no, not about Game coincidence of or not. <laughs> uh, this is about uh, the character from Greek mythology, Circe, mm-hmm. who lived on an island and um, I believe was Odysseus's lover for a time. Um, I but I've just just started it, but it's it's been like it's a big New York Times bestseller type. Oh, excuse me. Uh, but I have heard it's really good uh, from a couple people. I got it for Christmas, so I'm just nice. getting around to reading it now. Perf. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and on that note, I guess we have covered oh, a lot of ground here, people. Yeah. And uh, we hope that you enjoy this new, longer, better, stronger episode um, <laughs> after a whole bunch of really amazing Game of Thrones recap just, reactions. Just the tippers, you know. Now we're like full-blown balls to the walls. Balls we're, deep? Is we're this ball- balls deep? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, and uh, I suppose on that note, yeah, I'm done. I'm done too, man. 
All right. Peace out, nerds. of place he's finding and smiling with repulsor rays I'm using armor it's Iron Man I'm losing power it's Iron Man <laughs> <laughs>